Welcome back to the Listen Up podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick. Welcome back to OVO Sound Radio on Apple Music. Jordan. Tell her what's up. Tell her what's up. Tell her what's up. Tell her what's up. And uh, joining us again, or I guess another first-time guest to the show, we've got Gonzo with us this week. How's it going, fellas? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming yeah. on. Uh, Gonzo. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um this week, we're going to be taking a look at Process by Samfa, released in 2017, and it was picked by Gonzo. Uh, really quick, before we get into that, if you want to keep up with the show, you can find us on Twitter at at ListUpPodcast and on Instagram at at ListenUpPod. Um, that's where we're going to make any announcements regarding the show or, uh, you know, merch or anything like that. Speaking of which, if you'd like to support the show, you can find merch at InterestPointProductions.com or at the link tree on the social accounts I just mentioned. Um, so yeah, regarding the uh, regarding the album for this week, Gonzo, why did you choose this album for your uh, your debut to the show? Um, all right. So before we before we get into that, I was uh, so I picked the album like last Wednesday or Thursday, I think, is Jamie when Jamie texted me about it, and um, I picked it because I like the album a lot, and I don't think a lot of people know about it. Nor does it get like the um, I guess the attention or um, what's the word I'm looking for, boys? The credit Praise? it deserves. The clout. The, the, yeah, the credit. Um, and that's why I picked it. But I was listening to the pod, the, the David one that you guys did, and I saw how you guys talked about like no more sad albums. And I thought that was <laughs> hilarious because the thing about this album is I, I get lost in like the, the, the music of it. But preparing for this podcast, I was actually breaking down the lyrics and stuff, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so sad! It's like incredibly <laughs> sad for sure." Yeah, you know, like the uh-huh. the, the lyrics the lyrics cut deep. Um, but yeah, that's why I picked it. it. It it means a lot to me. It's one of my favorite albums. It's short and sweet. Um, it's as a debut, I think it's as good as it gets for an artist. Yeah, um, yeah. It's very very enticing, very unique. Yeah, it's very like different. super impressive as like a, a solo debut because like he. He had done production work for like Drake before. Yeah, right? Drake, Kanye, um, okay. Drake twice actually. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, and he's like he he's pretty low key. He um he had an EP in 2013, um that I I didn't really listen to, and he's had a couple of singles since then. But yeah, 2017 process was his his breakout, and um I got you. what a, what a way to start. He hasn't put out anything since, which is kind of disappointing. <laughs> but Dread we're waiting. Time. He he posted recently, like maybe. A week back that he's he's got um new music that he's excited to put out okay so that's good you know, frank cool. ocean situation right i was gonna say he's he's the british <laughs> frank ocean <laughs> uh, i um i remember this came out in 2017 you said mm-hmm. yep yeah. yeah yeah i i like vaguely remember when this album came out and like seeing a bit of hype for it and listening to um like uh no one knows me like the piano and like think, thinking that was a really good song and then listening to a bit of the rest of it and just not not enjoying it as much but now coming back to it i i'm simultaneously confused at why i didn't like it and also like surprised at how much i liked it because i i used to listen to music pretty similar to this like do you know who like chet faker is 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's not like completely similar to this. This is a bit right, a more lot, a, a lot of synths, a lot of yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I know what it's kind of like alt electronic in a way, like in a way of like generalizing it. But mm-hmm. this Chad Baker's is no diggity. Yeah, the way you which I, which I thought was the original for a long time because I was yeah. born. In, I thought it was too. Yeah. Uh, I think the way I, I found this album was um. I was going like I think around that time, 2017, 2018, I was going through like a big R and B phase. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, um I don't know, just like going into the rabbit hole of R and B uh, artists and like Spotify, like pushing people to me. I found actually uh, a, a single, a different single of his. Um it's it's off the same album where he does too much. That's a song he did with Drake too much. Okay. Um like Drake added a verse to it, but I think the song is originally Sanfas. He like he put it out like a little before uh, okay. Nothing Was the Same came out, right? So it was Drake right. just kind of bought the rights, I guess, and added a verse. Yeah. yeah. But he has another song on that. Uh, I think it's an EP called Happens, and that shit it's, it's sad, but it's like it's like this ballad. It's just piano driven. It's some of the best piano playing I've ever heard. And so from okay. there, I just kind of um, like dove into his stuff, and. Um, you know, you can tell he's a good piano player from No One Knows Me Like the Piano. But it's kind of funny. I think if you only hear that song and yeah. you think that's what he's about and then you listen to the album, you're like, wait, this is not the same artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think that's what screwed me up the first time I listened to it because I, I was like, oh, this is like beautiful. And then I started listening to the other songs and I was like, this this is like, it's like making me paranoid. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, it's heavy and like, a different way in like a, a bit of a darker way but it, it doesn't mean it's worse for any reason like it's just it, it's still it's i was gonna say equally as good i think no one knows me like the piano is probably my favorite on the album so maybe not that, quite that's, equally but like the, it's that's understandable it's yeah yeah that's actually one of the, the main notes i had across the entire album is i just kept going back to how immersive it is yeah you just get like immersed into his sound and like what he's really talking about in the song which i think is another thing i really like about the album yeah, I've been uh I've been getting really into the uh the like Dolby Atmos mixing that Apple Music has right now. We've talked about it some, especially with the Dream last week. That album is one of the ones that transforms wow. that. And I there were so many times listening to this album I was like, "Man, I wish this got re-released with that kind of mixing because it's the perfect kind of it's very much like um a guy I really like James Vincent McMorrow. Uh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's kind of his type of shit like his um what's the album i don't remember the album name but he's got two great songs uh, it reminds Pink me Salt of a, lake it, it reminds me a bit of uh james blake too yeah mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit which is funny because like, i don't like james blake that much but i i, I don't i don't either to yeah. be honest like like I, I like i like some of his stuff but it's not like he's not on any of my playlists i don't think it's not somebody i like i listen to regularly yeah um, yeah but I mean, they're both from the UK, I guess. Maybe it's a similar influence. Yeah, um, maybe. maybe. Right? Um, isn't isn't James Blake British? I, th- I thought he was. He's got to be. I, I, think, I think I've heard him talk before. Or like maybe the mm-hmm. way he sings, I just think he's British. I don't, I don't Is really he British? Know. Um, <laughs> Are you British, man? Uh, but yeah, yeah, he's English. I just thought it was hilarious how like um, the sounds don't really like match the lyrics. I, I kept uh-huh. thinking about that those memes where it's like the the two people on the bus and it's one looking out the window really happy and one looking <laughs> to like the wall or whatever it's really sad. Yeah, and I think yeah. that really fits this artist because I, yeah, I I feel you. I never really dove into the lyrics until like I was taking notes for this 
uh, mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. It's, it's really, really deep. Some of it. Yeah. Um, it's cool. like it, it's like just just abstract enough to be like kind of mysterious, but the the lyrics are yeah. like like a the the lyrics paired with the music make it just like not creepy but a bit like ominous in a way like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you can definitely get that in some of the songs yeah yeah but and not not really in a threatening way but just in like in an emotional way because a, yeah. a lot of the songs at least are about like grief and things like that because at least through the mild research that I did it sounded like almost every member of his family had had died within the past like 10 years like yeah. his immediate family and it's just like it's it's very heavy it's it's crazy stuff and i, I think that's one reason like this like uh what he put together is so great it's like it probably helped him through that a lot to to be able to write that stuff down and, with and, the grieving process which is i yeah, assume yeah. part of where the the name of the a project came from yeah yeah that's what i was yeah. gonna say i yeah. um I, I wrote in my notes that like the the process name is really hit the nail on the head because he's really processing a lot of different trauma. It, it it's a lot of grief, but I also get like um a lot of introspection in some of his songs. He talks a lot of about uh past relationships that he feels guilty about. Yep. Uh, like throwing away in some of some of the songs. So, yeah, I mean it's just a really personal album. You can you can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Should we I, I jump into the songs? I don't know why, yeah. but on the first song, I got a little bit like ho- hosier vibes. Vic like said the, the same thing. Right, really? <laughs> dead ass, dead ass. That was one of Dude. the things Vic said. She was I, like, it, not not necessarily in instruments, but like the the like vocal vibe of it. I was yeah, like, I guess. No, see, I did. Did you guys Dude, like his voice? Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. I, I think I think I had one friend like a while ago. I tried to put him on, and he's like, "Yeah, I just didn't like his voice." And I was like, "Bro, what?" Like that, that's that's your pet peeve. Dude, but he's that's literally like, singing <laughs> melodies, bro. How how do you not? <laughs> like like he's if anything, you know the the sound is kind of different. Piano. Yeah. You know, if anything, I would say like the sound could be an acquired taste. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the first song, I was just super immersed. Yeah, I, I was yeah. gonna say I guess, but like I love his I love his vocals. Out of all the <laughs> that's so funny. Out of all the things, just be like right. yeah, like he just. I don't know. He just, his voice just doesn't do it for me. Like and like uh, with like what? the strange electronic instrumentation and stuff. And they're, they're yeah. like, nah, he he just sounds kind of bad. I I don't like he the like, way British people sound. Yeah, he like he like rips <laughs> off his shirt and it's like neon, and he just like trots over to like the EDM fest he's going to because he's like <laughs> all that music, you know. Yeah, um, and like, like you just mentioned, like you said, a lot of the songs and lyrics are pretty abstract, and I agree, but I think in in the same in, in like in a similar way they're very clear like what what each song is about even though yes. it's it's a very so like for example uh-huh. the first one um he he very much despite like having these like outer space kind of sounds and synths he's very clearly transporting you into his mind his space yeah and he says that he says a line about that which i was like like yeah you you, you it, there's it's inner space in your inner or it's outer space in your inner ear i think is what he says Okay, and it's like it's us being taken into his inner ear, basically, and I thought that was yeah. really cool, but it's also very abstract, and I don't, I don't think I've seen an, an artist kind of like mesh both both of those things together so well. Yeah, yeah, like uh, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like growing up, I was awful at um recognizing metaphors, and like just just doing this podcast in general has helped me just see it more, exposing myself to like 
more forms of like a I guess songwriting is like a form of literature. It's like basically poetry. There's just music behind it. But like like uh like especially this album and also like um one of my favorite albums of recent memory is uh like Big Thief's newest album and they have plenty of songs on that album that are like uh like there's a song about Adam and Eve and it just kind of like tells the story of Adam and Eve but it's like parallels like a story of like a past relationship like it things just seem more obvious once you listen to more music it's cool i'm just saying like right. basic shit right now i'm like why did you guys what did you guys think the, the 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 theme of the song was like why what's what's you know the plastic like it's, it's a lot of like i actually do not know so i i, I don't either I, I didn't look it up i wanted like to be as organic as possible but um i saw it as I like well, you you can go first, and then I'll, I'll do my. Thoughts. Oh, I was gonna say, I just thought of it in the sense of like, uh, just like melting under like stress and pressure and shit. Yeah. Okay. Th- I thought the same thing. I, I, I envisioned it as like, um, you know, he was super low key for a while, and then he does like a Drake song, and then boom, mm-hmm. he's on. He was actually on the Life of Pablo. He's oh. like, he's he's in the last song, Saint Pablo. So I I think you know, to be like to be exposed to a new audience through Drake and Kanye, that's got to be like a huge <laughs> jump, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I guess I saw it like that. Like he was like melting under all this new, like attention and pressure that he, he had, um, which I mean, is really deep and really abstract as we've yeah, been yeah. saying. And that's, that's yeah. like the perfect metaphor for it. Like, um, like, uh, uh, I think I saw someone comparing it to like Icarus, like that old, is it like a Greek or Roman story or something? Greek, the guy yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy who's... Where Icarus no. flew too close to the sun? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and his wax wings melted? Yeah, yeah. But what like, a bitch. <laughs> on the Greek bro, lore. That wouldn't have happened to me if they gave me the wax wings. I, it's on his grind set, bro. Yeah. Well, because it's also got a 100 degree C, which is like boiling point. Right. He's British. No biggie. You know? They, they, they no use biggie. But true. Um, that actually, yeah, and it's, it's just a lot of a lot of anxiety in that song. I, I felt too after yeah, a yeah. while. I only used uh, degrees ranking. Boy, but, what what are you talking about? Huh? I only know Kelvin. I, I have no idea what you're ranking. talking about. It's like it's like a crazy. It's kind of Kelvin, but not quite. You're 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 off the bloody mary right now, dude. You're saying you are, bro. You're saying oh, dumb shit, science dude. stuff. You're saying. It's not even dumb science stuff. It's it's too smart science stuff. I was like, can science be dumb? Like as <laughs> yes, yeah, evolution probably dumb. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hey, yep. Hey, yep. Hey, I want to go get that. Confirm, Jamie. I already said. Sorry, I already, I already congratulated you a couple weeks ago on your on your first article in the Daily Wire published. Yeah, that's true. Proud of you. Yeah. Wait, what? J- Jamie's on his Ben Shapiro shit. Oh. Nice, Twitter's just, on just their joking. Abby Shapiro shit. Who's no. Abby Shapiro? We're not we're not delving into this. We're not doing no. that. But <laughs> okay, never mind. I guess <laughs> Jordan's no not on is. Twitter as much as we thought he was. <laughs> I am, but I guess I'm on a different side, dude. I'm on like be a lot of editing, Jimbo, on a short editing schedule. You're not doing yourself any favors. More than anything else, okay. You're on what Twitter? Hip hop Twitter. Okay, sure. Jordan's on HHT. What? 
Jordan's on it's just it's just all Kanye. That's the only person he follows. <laughs> I wish jo- Jordan bought Jordan three retweets every Kanye tweet. Jordan paid paid six hundred dollars for three Kanye albums. Dude, I'm not produced by Z- fraud by Zach. That shit was so funny. That show, dude. I miss I miss when Kanye was in his ski emoji man era. You know, <laughs> that was so funny. back before the uh, public harassment. Of his or the family, incident. I gotta um, say, Hillary Clinton's boyfriend might be roast of the year. That was very funny when he that called. That is a very good one. When he that called Pete Davidson one. Hillary Clinton's boyfriend. I mean, also just calling the man skeet. That's a that's fucking <laughs> that was so funny. simple and so funny. Yeah. I still think that's a good one. Um, let me consult my uh, notes. analog notes to to see what I wrote. Uh, Imagine Jamie <laughs> writing with a pencil. No, a pin. Pin, bro. Oh, my bad, my bad. It's nice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stupid for that one, guys. My bad. <laughs> this wonderful Sharpie S gel point uh, seven. Uh, hashtag <laughs> ad. Hashtag Shut ad. the fuck up, dude. Hashtag ad. Hashtag sponsor. Um, I wish. What What do you have on those notes, Jimbo? Yeah, yeah. Give us, give us, uh, give us a note. Yeah. So, so I, I enjoy. I thought that uh, plastic hundred degree C. Uh, I thought it was a great intro to the album because I, I think it sets up the fact that there will be some shit that sounds like the things more like, you know, uh, no one knows me, uh, take me inside kind of shit, but then also have some more chaos in it, like blood on me, uh, reverse faults, shit like that. Um, I thought it was right. The delivery and the sound of the third verse, immaculate. Love that shit. The, the vocals on that line, I was trying to look it up. Uh, because I didn't write it down, but well, there was something that I really liked about um, too, mu- the too much, too much writing on the, on the notepad. Huh? Yeah, it would have been yeah. too many words. Bro, so you had a lot of room. I saw that, dude. <laughs> okay, I was also working. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. Oh. Yeah, the part where he says like, your... "The more you speak, the more I see. The more you... like that shit." Love the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, yeah. excellent. That's definitely getting cut in. Thriving off your lessons, yes, you are my lantern. Shine like house around my ears. The more you speak, the more I see. The more your light grows upon me, and the more it grows. The closer I think you are, the closer I think you are to seeing me whole. But if you don't like what you see, silhouettes inside a dream. Uh, that was like the first moment on the album. The first time I listened to it, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be good. Uh, also, I trusted that you would pick good music. You know, I this wasn't the album that I thought it was going <laughs> yeah, to yeah, be I know. debuting with. You, but like, like you I said, I wanted to like, switch to me. I wanted to introduce more people to it because it's so good. I think it's so good. No, I get it. Yeah, Nick's um, already sucked the other albums dick enough on this, uh, this show, you know. Wait, what? But yeah, you, <laughs> you just mentioned like the, the, the more like, um, the more like dark shit dude yeah. blood on me like just continues continues that and like anxious it's just crazy dude. bro it felt like i was watching like joker like i, I think I, I felt the same the same the same kind of feeling you know yeah man's just being Lots persecuted of... the whole time by like things right. that you don't know if they're real or not yeah man honestly that's a that's a very apt comparison right in that, in that regard yeah no absolutely i didn't think about i didn't connect the dots until you literally uh spelled it out for me but, dude yeah, i like that, 
I, I kept envisioning Joker or just some alien movie. Like, I mean, he's literally talking yeah. about like waking up to like people at the edge of his bed trying to trying to use him, yeah, basically. Like, kind of like anxiety induced, like sleep paralysis demons yeah. and shit. I, it, she was wild. And and that's what I'm saying. Like the first time I heard the song, I was like, "Oh, like damn, this 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 beat kind of going crazy," <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. I wasn't really listening yeah. to the lyrics, but then I'm like, yeah. "Oh wait, this this man say, might be uh, schizophrenic." <laughs> I do like this beat more than I do the first song. I think this is the first beat I was like, "Okay, kind yeah. of fire." And I think more, so- more hip hop influence. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I think I saw that this was the lead single for the album, and like, okay, um, it might have been, yeah. yeah, like lead single for the debut album. I like it, it's it's heavy, but it's it's great. I yeah. Every time every time I hear artists talk about like how they pick the singles, they always want to like, you know, grab attention. You know, that, that's that's yeah, like yeah. the main goal to like yeah. yeah grab yeah. somebody's attention, even if like people don't like it. They'll be like, oh, what is this? You know, that's, that's what they want uh, people to ask. And so, I mean, uh-huh. I guess that's that's the song to do it out of this album. Yeah. 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 But, um, okay, what about the transition from Blood on Me to Cora Sinks? It's, that, pretty, it's, it's pretty... It, it's pretty steep, I think. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty different right there. I like it. Um, I mean, I like the variety, but it is, like it is it. not a subtle transition by any means. Yeah. Um, and then that's the first song where he gets into like, like we mentioned earlier, like he, he lost, I don't know about the rest of his family, but I know he lost both his parents to cancer. He, he lost his dad when he was mm-hmm. nine. Yeah. And then yeah. his mom in 2015, he, they said uh, like a wiki, I, I guess said that he had to move back home to take care of his mom who was also suffering, uh, with cancer. And this song just feels like, like an homage to her. Yeah. I actually, I actually, when when I was reading the lyrics, it looked like he was singing from her perspective. I don't know if you guys got that. I don't know if you guys looked into the lyrics that deep, but um, like the there's a line where Is he says like a, a mother, bit. yeah, a mother needs her sons, um, needs them here, and there's a line where he says like if you if you go away, please don't disappear. Yeah. And I guess it's like what a mother thinks when like, you know, their their sons or daughters are like move out. Yeah. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you can go away but like don't don't ghost me, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I thought I thought that was pretty deep. Yeah. And that is uh, st- lastly, stuff like that. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Lastly, I, I really like the song because it's the first time in the album that he like really showcases his voice. Mm. Like yeah. I, I feel you know, I feel like he like he really expands the range. Of his voice in this song, yeah, yeah, I feel you. What I think for sure, uh, like uh, when you were talking about him singing from his um, from his mother's perspective, I think like um, that's one of the hallmarks of like really great songwriting. When you hear someone sing something or uh, so- someone's written something from someone else's perspective that's not their own, that sounds believable, that sounds like like you can empathize with it that sounds like a truthful emotion like that's something that um uh 
there's a guy named John Prine, like an old country singer who who does that a lot. Like one of his most famous songs is uh, him singing in the perspective of like a like middle aged woman from like Alabama. And he, mm-hmm. he he was just like he was just like a 20 year old guy whenever he wrote it. And uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of off that, I, I know we, we share a mutual interest. I, I once was, I think, watching an interview with um, Caleb, the lead singer of Kings of Leon. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And they asked him, you know, like about his songwriting process. And he said he would sometimes just go to like a, a parking lot, like some a random parking lot. Uh-huh. And he would pick out people and he would try to make up their story. Uh huh. You know, like the story of their lives. Like maybe they're doing, doing something. Like whenever he said that, I thought of Pyro. How it's like a really like dark song and i don't think he gets that dark in his personal life but yeah i, I could see that being like a story he imp- like put on someone else you know and and you, you yeah, believe yeah. it either way you know so i guess i guess good songwriters like you said that is a hallmark of good songwriters and good good artists yeah uh, i'm right there with you yeah they're like kings of leon's lyricism is so strange because like some of it is abstract some of it's really personal like and some of it, some of it's like really funny, like, uh, like that, that's, I really love like humor in music, like just, uh, like, uh, that's why you love Blueface, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, okay. Okay. Just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the, what, what's the bagel song again? Uh, Dirtbag. Okay. Yeah. Any with a brown bag stick up. Is that in Dirtbag? I'm pretty sure. No, oh. Dirtbag has, Dirtbag album has a song called Dirtbag. Right. I. Oh yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. is that is that a bar is that line in the song Dirtbag? I'm pretty sure, right? I'm not gonna know. lie, I haven't listened to anything off that album since we listened to that album for the show. I actually heard this TikTok song, but I've tried because to it blew up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably listened to that song a little bit because you're like, "Wow, Jordan does no Your good song? music. I was just too blinded, <laughs> and now that the rest of the world likes it, so do I." No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I guarantee you, I, was, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, then you haven't. With TikTok songs, I keep falling. I keep falling into the trap where like the snippet will be fire, and then the rest and of the song is like the meh. Thing, you're like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. The the biggest one for me is that song "Runaway" by Aurora, the one that has that spinning sound. I wish mm-hmm. the actual album cut fucking had that. I mean, the the regular <laughs> songs, it's still good, but it's nowhere near like whoever fucking edited that. I wish that was how it sounded. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Like you know. The TikTokers will like add their own sound to the original audio, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever saw that that guy uh, who like would pretend to run in place and he would like slow down and speed up. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. had a song in the background um, that I loved it, and I looked it up. It was it was a mashup of uh, Brent Fire song, Trust, with like a little snippet from a, a Tupac song, okay. and it sounded oh. great, but. On their own, the songs don't sound the same, and I was like super disappointed when I looked up yeah. the brand song. And it's it's still a good song, but you know, I wanted, also, I wanted the TikTok sound. Yeah. Also, it's 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 bust down, not dirtbag. Tragic. First order of business by Baby Keem. Good TikTok song and good normal song. I have not heard that one. I don't think the uh, Amine's DJ last night at the concert. Side note: uh, Jordan and I went to an Amine concert, uh, but um. That's uh, his that his DJ played three Baby Keem songs before the show to get everyone hyped. The first song yeah. he played was Trademark USA. Incredible. Incredible vibes. Oh, Jamie, also, 
I don't either. But th- 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 there was one part where they played the beginning of Famous by Kanye, where uh-huh. you know the one that goes like, "Man, it's kind of wait. How does it go that wait? Yeah, yeah, you were you were right. But, the very, but, okay, but Jamie okay, okay. knows it. Yeah. Okay, okay. It, it, and then as soon as it goes, whoop whoop, like it started going like that, and then you heard like yeah. the piano in the background, the doom doom doom, and he transitioned to Runaway like right after that. And so then me and Nick were just like looking at each other, like going like, yeah, it was, it was famous, famous intro into like the runaway first, first verse. And it was into the chorus and, and Jordan was right in front of me and he turned around and we were, we were just killing it. It was amazing. Was he throwing it back on you during the concert? I was, yeah, I was, I was holding his waist. It was incredible. Yeah. It was packed. Like, I was just staring at it and we were just singing, let's have a toast for the douchebag. <laughs> like in this crowd here, dude, it was, it was, it was the vibes were so good last night, dude. It was so awesome. Bro, I've been fucking with the, a 21 Savage a little bit. A little oh, bit in the last, that's in the last day. That's very interesting. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. The, the TikTok song that uh, I was going to bring up before the Amine, uh, the, I've actually, I didn't know it was what the actual song was until... Uh, Nick told me to listen to it earlier, but it's um, it's the one he's on. What is it? Knife, knife talk, talk. Yeah, yeah where it's off Drake CLB song? and Drake is by far the worst part of that song. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I know that one. It's a. Uh, I only I recognize Savage's part from TikTok and from Vic from TikTok. Oh, okay, okay. This is a regular F one fifty, not a rap down. Okay, yeah, yes, sir. yeah, yeah. yeah. The like okay, twenty one Savage go walk, walk off or whatever. Yeah. It's okay, it's, a, it's a good like, verse. I like Savage's verse, but I I started like fucking with him a lot because I've been listening to Off Season again, and like my life is just I love that song, so I've been having it on kind of repeat throughout the last few days, getting hyped for uh, Cole's spot at Bonnaroo. Um, yeah, yeah, and so I've just been kind of on a Twenty One Savage feature kick. Maybe he'll be like Pusha for me, where he's a feature artist for years and then transitions to where I like his actual stuff. <laughs> Who knows? You know. uh, King Vaughn has a feature. Or, he, he, he has a feature with King Vaughn right now. If you want to shout out as well, cool. yeah, we'll see, buddy. Sure, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah maybe. Right, let's get back to Samfa. <laughs> anyway, back to yeah, yeah, respect. Uh, yeah, Gonzo, welcome, welcome to the shit show. This is how it I, 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 was, I was gonna say. <laughs> hey, you, you, sings. you edit it. I don't. I, 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 <laughs> I do edit it. Cora, Cora sings is also. I think the best beat so far, like if they're the first three, like I like chaotic okay. beats mm-hmm. and that's why I like that's true. reverse false was probably my favorite song just because of the beat off of it. it I, yeah, it I was, was going to ask favorite. you guys about that. About Dude, um, it's, I, I love it. it like I, I listened to the, uh, what's that? What's that one RTJ song with two chains off the uh, new out album? Of sight. Out of yeah, sight. dude, yeah. Nick, Nick, no, like that song, the beats crazy. Dude, the beat's insane. It's like so chaotic, also. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a good way to describe it. Like, this album's so weird because, like, I feel like each song is sonically like unique, but it yeah. all fits his theme. Like, right. nothing really feels out of place for the album. Yeah. You know? So, um, except, except maybe for No One Knows Me because of how stripped back it is. Why, why did you guys think about that? I love it. I mean, I also very good. I'm a big slut for songs like that. So anytime I can get a, a chance like that, it's a nice like bluesy ish vocal tone with like just over straight up bare piano chords. Uh, yeah, brings a tear to my eye. I, I figured as, as much of an Adele fan as you are, I thought you were gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> it's 
That's true. The, it it also probably is my favorite on the album. Uh, I haven't been in that kind of mood for it. That's why I think for for the last week, Reverse Faults has been number one for me. But probably from an objective point of view, it's my favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, I just I like I love the song. the The lyrics of it are beautiful. It was the it was the last song he either wrote or put out before his mother died and he like sang it to her like it was it like he he actually was able to get it out before she passed and so he got to have that moment with her and thinking about that going into it i was like fuck because i mean it's you know i I like now i i did come from a home where uh this was the case but i you know for me it's like a mother's comfort is like a big thing to me because it's just mm-hmm. grew up in a in a place where like so that anything to do with that i also feel that quite a lot um verse two is fucking just fantastic um especially the the vocal delivery specifically of where he says uh you took hold of me and never 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 let me go how he like holds yeah, that shit it out. out i'm like they said that is her time notice inside I kept the feelings close. You took hold of me and never, never, never let me go. I'm like, yeah. hey, bro. <laughs> Say it. Okay, bro. You can stop saying that now, man. I'm <laughs> like, crying, dude. No, yeah, I'm, I, like, I'm like, you got that shit. You need to get it out, son. Yeah. Get it out. I really like the, the metaphor in this song where um he mentions a couple times in the album, but he like doesn't really let his emotions out like in the mm-hmm. moment. You know, he like keeps them all inside. And so I like the idea of like him being in his mom's house, taking care of her. But obviously, like having to put on like a like a strong front for her, and then just like yeah. letting it all loose on the piano. That's why the piano knows him better than anyone does. Exactly. Bro. I thought, yeah, I thought that was. I mean, that was really, really cool. Deep shit cuts deep, dog. Yeah. In a great and way, though. There's a video say- uh, to, to oh, the yeah, no, sorry. No. There's a video to the song, and the the visual is really cool. It's like it's like a sort of apparition that comes out of the piano, and it's just sitting next to him the entire time he's playing, kind of like. Like a presence, like, his, like that. that like that's how he sees the piano. Spirit would be. Yeah, maybe, him. maybe it is. Maybe it's meant to be his mom's spirit. What are you gonna say, Jordan? I was gonna say, um, I didn't enjoy the song as much just because it was a lot uh, heavier and like. Thanks for thanks for the vibe, dude. We appreciate it, dude. Do you, do you do you want my opinion or not? Okay, <laughs> hey, no, I not, love not this the, song actually, so much. I actually much, really dude. don't on this song. You could have just not talked. We no, I appreciate I, I appreciate the dissenting opinion. But look, I think look, he let I think us there talk were... for like 18 minutes last week about get better biology. Yeah, so, dude. so we'll Fair enough. we'll we'll let also, it. Also, I think I think one of the I think the redeeming qualities obviously are one the harmonizing he does in this cuz you hear those like uh it, it's it's probably just him like his voice layered a bunch, but mm-hmm. it's towards like the mid ending of the song. I don't know how to explain it, but and then obviously the piano playing is really good. I just like individually I like them, but just like as a song as a whole, I don't. 
that's just not really my type. That's, yeah, that's, that's I was gonna say you 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 seem like a like a hip hop head, so I, 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 I am like I a am. little like a. a oh, do vibe. I sound like a hip hop? Look, <laughs> <laughs> acoustic vibe might not be your thing, but that that's fine. No, no, yeah, but, that, but I, like I can still appreciate how good it is, though. You know, right, right, and that's the thing. It's not something I'd listen to over and over again. Um, cool. Tell that the, the Jason Isbell episodes. All right, buddy. <laughs> I I thought it was interesting how the the next song totally switches like the trauma like yeah. it, it, it started it started with like anxiety and then it went to grief a little bit and now it's like relationship stuff mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it is the shortest song of the album it felt like an interlude um but i, I actually especially, really especially with how it transitions into reverse faults i could definitely yeah yeah but i actually really liked this song for a long time like um mm-hmm. like a couple years back when i was like still listening to this album a lot um, I think this is the the song I listened to the most for some reason. I I think I liked the um, like sonically I liked um, the transitions, you know. And then um, I don't know. I, I really like the piano. I I like I like his uh composition, like his chords. I really like like his chords. I think yeah. I think they're very different. Even though like chords, you know, there's only so much you can do to chords. But he he right. I don't know. He he uses different synthesizers or whatever. It makes him sound new. Which I uh, I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. This was the one that I wrote down where it started to. They gave me very big, like uh, James Vincent McMorrow, uh, Pink Salt Lake, The National, uh, Take Care, or True True Care. Take Care is Drake. Um, those kind of vibes for sure. <laughs> huge huge like, Drake vibes from this song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially especially uh, Take Care. You know. Um, <laughs> But no, yeah, True Care, if you haven't, I mean, at some point that album will be on this podcast because of me. Uh, I don't know when, but at some point it will. Maybe next winter. Who knows? Um, But fantastic album. Uh, That was one where I was talking about how The National is a song about a couple who listens to The National together. And Nick said, I feel like that's not a good sign. And I was like, well, they break up in the song. so (laughs) Makes sense. At 100% makes sense. The National... One of the saddest bands I've ever listened to, like, like great I great featured on Coney Island with with old with old Swifty though. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Like um, that and Exile might be my favorite songs off of the whole ever ever more uh, Winterfell. What the fuck is the other one? Folklore, huh? And Evermore. <laughs> uh, I got you. I got you. Dual yeah. project. Nevermore. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. What their I was their album, uh, their album, Trouble Will Find Me. Like mm-hmm. um. I I knew three or four songs off of it, and like they were they were all sad, and I was like I was like you know what on a rainy day I'm just gonna listen to this, like and like see how it is because like it's good music, and I listened to it once like all the way through and I was like this just ruined my day like like maybe <laughs> maybe like the day after too like th- this put me in an awful mood. I and- I saw three songs of their set at Bonnaroo, uh, whenever we went. Man. And- I just can't imagine if I had watched the entire set. That would be the the worst vibe seeing them in a hundred <laughs> degree heat. Uh, <laughs> like it wasn't at a, at a nice, festival. so it was like seventy. Hundred degrees okay. Celsius. Oh, blood's <laughs> We're boiling. all dead. We're literally <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> but yeah, that, um, yeah. National good. Very sad. Oh, Faye Webster was at Bonner. I could have seen her, and I didn't. Oh, imagine. 
Dude, I'm you looking like at. I, I like to look. No, see, I like to look at the 2019 lineup and go, man. I missed out on a lot of shows. Right? <laughs> Not true, up. but you probably have to trade them too, right? Well, well, you do, but like, I know, I know that some of these people were at times when I like. It was a toss-up between them and another person. I was like, I'll just go with the other person. And now I okay, like them okay. way more. Uh, like okay, okay, okay. John Prine. Uh, I could have seen Faye Webster. Um, okay. <laughs> the Wood Brothers. Uh, okay. Shovels and Rope. That would have been a good one. That would have been cool. Uh, Little Sims, I apparently could have seen. Bro. <gasps> I didn't know Bro. that. Bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rival Sons. She was pretty slept on at that time, though, on. too. Not going to lie. AJR, just kidding. I didn't want it. I I think I watched AJR still good in my book. <coughs> Overture is a good, good song, but <coughs> they were I. It was either between them or someone else who I really wanted to see. Oh, Beach House well, yeah, was well, there. You mean Jack Harlow was John there? That, that's how I see AJR. Off brand John. I've been Bellion. on Jack Harlow yes, forever. Now. Let's go AJR slander. Bring it back. Yes. Just Man, kidding, dude. The Jack, worst Jack show Harlow that I've wasn't seen even that big in two thousand nine. At a festival was Magic City Hippies. That shit was so boring. Oh yeah. She was boring as fuck. <laughs> Jamie, talking about Jamie, you just you just alienated uh, our our a lot, indie, a lot of our, the audience, our yeah. white super super hipster audience. I'm a, you got to do you got to do their I'm album now. Yeah, we got Are you we got to make City up hippies for it. fan. No, no right? not really. Oh, in concert, <laughs> man, they're boring as hell. The, uh, I don't know the name. They of just the album, there was no stage presence. They, they just like stood there. Ah. It was like I was watching a Jonas Brothers TV show clip. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's that's <laughs> just what it felt honestly like. Does. It honestly does. That's just what does. it felt like. That's just what it felt like. That, 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 makes, that makes sense to people who were born within like five years. Claro? Was that Bonnaroo? I missed Claro. What? Oh. Oh. Oh my I God. wasn't into Claro. I mean, I'm still not Bro, into Nick literally Claro, beats but... off to Claro. <laughs> She's good. She's good. She's Cut good. that out. That's it. <laughs> Believe <Cut> Jordan. <laughs> That, that's cap 100 i'm sorry that was that was a little out of pocket that was a little out of pocket sorry, sorry. gucci main okay gucci would have been cool i don't really know a lot uh, of gucci songs he was, like he was he he was someone who i was considering it but he was he was at the same time as someone else i did catch brandy carlisle though and the lumineers nice. i don't know whatever no, brandy carlisle whatever damn i didn't realize how many people were on this but Bricked up for this summer, so we're gonna be doing it better this year. Hell yeah! All right, next song um, is a song we've mentioned a couple times. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah. So it's and, funny that this is mine and Jordan's like top songs, but for different reasons. Like, really what I really liked about the song, I liked it because of the like drops into the choruses. Okay. That's the shit that I really fucked with. Took the brake pads out the car And I flew I smashed this window in my heart And I blamed you This thing was taking me apart Explosive truths The Took the brake pads out the boom And then uh Sometimes yeah, yeah. it seemed a little digital, but other times it was very clearly like a kick drum or a digitized kick drum. But oh my god, like with good well, headphones, that shit feels so good. I, I I feel like completely different isn't super accurate because like 
I like the chaoticness of it, which like includes like all that stuff, I guess, too. That's true. You're, like again, it's a rectangle square situation. Yeah, you and I like uh you and I like like Skrillex, I'd say a little bit more than like Nick does or something, you know? Would that be a fair assumption? Fair. Probably. And so like I think I think we're used to a little bit more that type where but I know Skrillex did not invent drops, you know, but Nick's got a little bit of surprising uh a surprising like EDM house uh influences from when we were younger. So we'll put those really? to the test with whenever we get to Nero at some point. Bro, Flume? Flume for Bonnaroo? I'm actually really hyped yeah. for that. Dude, that'll if, be cool. If he plays fucking uh, drop the game, I'm gonna I'm I will come. That would be crazy. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. That would be wild. That would be insane. I was thinking about do like, a, do you like, do you like the songs he did with um, with Tough Low? Yeah, it wasn't his last I album. I think Tough Low's gonna be there too. Maybe she'll fucking show up on stage. I, I I love those two songs. I, I mean, I, I like a lot of Flume. But, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know any songs that he's done with Tough Low. I'll have to check those out. But uh, I know like he has a song with JPEG Mafia that's really good. He has a song with Slow Tie that's pretty good. And uh, that song, The Difference, with Toro, uh, Toro y Moi, like, that kind of blew up. It, it's pretty good, too. Slow Tie's all right. Like, I, I I just like I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for, for uh, like, honestly, all the headliners. Like, getting to see the, the chicks live. If they play Sinwagon, cool. that's a fucking W. Huge <laughs> W. Uh, J. Cole being Cowboy the headliner on Friday. That's going to be fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, Flume's gonna be hype. Honestly, Twenty One Savage is probably gonna be pretty good too, like especially for a, a, a festival setting. Like I haven't gotten into his shit a lot, but I can imagine that'd be go fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, Tool, I'm like, eh, bro. Suicide Boys. Yeah, okay. Hell no. That's insane. Uh, just lyrically. Wait, do you like uh, Suicide Boys? I think that that I if there's no other conflicting things, I want to go to that show just to witness it. No. Nah. Could could be nuts. I'll take a nap. I don't know, R- man. There's there's so much shit. Oh damn, Nick. Machine Gun Kelly, dude. <laughs> what? Just kidding. I actually could have seen him live, and I opted to not uh, do that. We're seeing Ludacris. You guys see? We're seeing Ludacris. They're clowning. They're we clowning, are seeing ludicrous. They're clowning MGK because he covered "Numb" by Linkin Park, and it's like the worst cover of all time. <laughs> it's horrendous. He, he covered a, kills every. He covered a Frank Ocean song, and it was like awful. I forget oh. which one oh, it was. Dude. Yeah, he just he has to stop covering songs. Bro, I just who is who is greenlighting that shit to him? Posted up. Right, it's like it's like a car crash every time he covers something. Who is he's he's who does he suggest like? Oh, I'm gonna cover this, and someone's like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Who's hyping him that. up in the studio? Bro? <laughs> bro, <laughs> saying, who's hyping him up, dude? Stop. You got too many yeses. Should stop. Yeah, MGK um, is the epitome of too many yes men. Getting back to the um, song, this song surprised me a lot when I like looked into it because um, uh-huh. I I always got caught up in the chaotic chaotic uh, beat like. Jordan was saying because it's like it's like yeah. a screech at the beginning, it's like you know, like a tasteful. Uh, how would you describe it? The little like synth right before the the drop. Yeah, I don't even know. I that's a good, like a, yeah, a tasteful synth is a good way to talk about it. Like yeah, yeah, it is. But it, it, it also like it also like kind of makes puts you on edge. I feel like yeah, because yeah, I, I think he's trying to like dramatic dramatic synth. Yeah, you know he he's trying to like emulate a car crash and he's. <laughs> oh god 
he's using that as um Sorry, continue, as a uh, a metaphor for like a relationship in the song where he's he was very toxic and um it just kind of all ended in a big car crash kind of thing yeah yeah um but when i looked at the lyrics there was like a lot of metaphors that were like like weird deep like he he at one point references that he he became the shape of a letter and he slipped under his ex's door kind of like kind of weird little flat stanley vibes right you know but like it it, like it works (laughs) i think i think it works it's weird he's like i mean he's very clearly he was toxic he 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 realizes that he he takes responsibility it's it's really introspective um he like he talks about a lot of like uh pointing the blame at everybody else except for himself and that always backfiring kind of yeah um so yeah I, i i it was it was it was refreshing seeing the lyrics after like listening to the song for so long and just kind of be getting lost in the beat drop and stuff. Mm-hmm. Reading the yeah. lyrics was was pretty pretty nice. We I've I found that like with quite a lot of uh doing this show like doing episodes like albums there we've had so many times where the I'll like we'll do an album that I'm like oh shit I intimately know like I know all the words of this album but then reading them it takes on a whole nother like yeah, understanding. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Cause like I I know the words to the song, but I never I, I guess I never process them. I just kind of repeat them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that that was a really cool experience. You know for sure, which is sometimes made um, seemingly sad songs not as sad, and sometimes it makes sad songs uh, sadder. way sadder. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I which I appreciate. However, it does you know very sad sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that was like that. That was like Phoebe Bridgers. Like when we did that album, I was like, I know all these songs are sad, and then reading all the lyrics for for them, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, just wild. Where listen, were your thoughts on the me. song, Nick? Um, I thought it was really good. Like, uh, I I was kind of just like generally like chilling to it, listening to it, and enjoying it, like the the sound of it. And then when I heard him say, I kind of tuned in. When I heard him say "took the brake pads out the car," I was like, "Wait, what is he talking about? Like this, this is definitely heavier than than I thought it was." Like, I just thought it was a cool beat at first, like like you were saying, but like, uh, um, it was it was really good. It was really like, uh, like Jordan was saying, it's a it's a more chaotic like beat that's on the album, and I I tend to gravitate towards that when it's still accessible, when it's still like mm-hmm. like when it's still rhythmic and good. Unlike, like I don't know, like hundred gex, like they're they're like, like Deathbringer off of uh, twenty two a million. Oh yeah, yeah. but like hundred hundred gex is like all right, like Money Machine is like fine, like Ringtone is fine, but like Sugar oh, Crush. W- once you yeah, yeah. Sugar Crush is all right actually. Like uh, wait, is it by them? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, I think th- there's one remix. I can't remember. I think it's for Ringtone that has like Rico Nasty and Charlie XCX on it. Like that one's okay. pretty good. But like some of that like alt pop Charlie XCX stuff when they just like like take synthesizers and like push them to their limit and just like turn the knobs like all the way one way oh, yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and make stuff like grate your eardrums is just awful. Yeah. And yeah. oh, like yeah. Death Grips. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great example actually. But like. But but this um, this song had just enough spice to it to like keep you enticed and still be really interesting and like it was good it was good it was one of my favorites. 
if if you guys enjoyed these enticing like synths, like EDM kind of vibes, but also like some some core instruments like strings or, or piano, have you guys heard of an artist called Muramasa? Uh, I know the name. Uh, I don't know any of his he, music. Um, I, know, I know the name. Yeah, so it's, 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 he's not a British artist, but he's more EDM based. Um, but he, his like debut album, um, I, I read he's like from this little island uh, near the UK, but it has like a lot of like Caribbean influence and like Ireland. African influence and <laughs> stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so like all of his songs have a lot of like, um, uh, dude, what is that? What is that instrument? It's like it's like, it's a, like a big tin. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, okay. it's, oh yeah, it's just a steel drum, but it's like calypso music. Is like yeah, yeah, that. So it's like, like it's like calypso music, but with like with like UK underground EDM like UK flows. drill beats on a calypso. No, no, it's it's, it's 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 not drill. It's okay. not drill. It's, no, no, it's just know, EDM. Okay, okay. But um, what, what it's it's really really cool too. Steel drums are actually like one of my favorite instruments ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah, he, like, he definitely put me on to steel drums. I wish I could find more to hear this. What'd you say his name was? Mura, M-U-R-A, Masa, M-S-A. And, um... Hey, yo, I'm checking this shit out. Dude, uh, I think the album... The album has, like, a, a white back backdrop. It's, like, him in the middle kind of walking with a, a white... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, his own name? I guess, like, yeah. I guess it's self-titled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it, dude, um, really, really good. Has a banger with ASAP Rocky. Called Lovesick. Oh man, yeah. dude, you, you guys are gonna love that shit. I'll put it. I'll yeah, put it in the chat good. after. It's, it's got yeah, yeah. Put it. Put it in the dude, it, it's good. Yeah, I've, got, um, I've already got it pulled up, so I just throw it in here. But um, are we are we, are we done with this song? I I mean I I like I. I think I am. I, I it's weird. For the longest time, this was like the song I skipped the most on the yeah. album. Really? Wow. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I don't know. Um, but recently, fa- one of my favorites since like the beginning. Especially, especially in the car with like a, a more like bass boosted environment, it's very mm-hmm. uh, a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. All right, no, Jamie. Sure. When I when we've been playing and I recommended this album, "Under" was a song I always had in mind. When, really? Because you know we were talking about um, "Deep Ocean Floor" from yeah. JT and how it's like it's like a very ambient kind of like. Mm-hmm. immersive vibe and i thought under was the same way you know i could see it i it didn't give me the same like the level as like a uh, uh, blue ocean floor does but i i definitely enjoyed it uh, especially um whenever he he goes between saying under and thunder and thunder yeah yeah, yeah that was, I thought that was that weird was really good it, it was cool I, but yeah yeah Yeah, I I I felt like I I felt like I was underwater, but when reading the lyrics again, he makes it more about like being under the spell of like an old toxic ex yeah. that he just can't really fight, and like his or her her influence over him for like a wave that he just like yeah. was overwhelmed by. Yeah, big dog drowning in that shit. That's like yeah, man, toxic exes. 
like bring it bringing it back to to Phoebe Bridgers a little bit. She kind of she touches on that in like uh motion uh, motion sickness, like like hating the situation but still being drawn to it. Yeah. Because of like innate uh, feelings that, that are hard to By control. the way, listeners, that was episode 81, Stranger in the Alps by Phoebe Bridgers with <laughs> Zach. Check it out, check it out. We're we're plugging our own podcast on on the podcast. Might as well. We've got we've got enough of a backlog. We can do that way more now. Hell yeah. We're we're grinding. On our grinds. I it's it's wild. Complete side note. One of my favorite podcasts that I listen to every week drops three episodes every week. That's crazy. Like, like it's it's enough yeah. effort to like just do this once a week. Like that's dude. That's complete grind. <laughs> is yeah. three episodes a week. When we were playing fantasy and I started listening to fantasy podcasts, those motherfuckers drop one every day what? during the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, when you when you're doing that and like that's what you do, I feel like that's a little easier because there is news every day right. and shit like that. Yeah, that's like that's like going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that is true. But I mean, it's still a lot of like recording and editing and stuff. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's a very high quality podcast. So it's it's really enjoyable. They definitely have a team of editors. That is not. Yeah, they, they have yeah. two producers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Here we're the producers, editors, social team, uh, graphic designers. Um, and it's mostly Jamie PR is department. When Jamie the, says we, Jamie insert, means insert, I. Insert. <laughs> Jim, it's like eighty-seven yeah, percent Jamie. J- Jamie gets all the credit. Honestly. All right, we love. So what Jamie. you got to do to to start a brand? Soon we'll we'll start expanding the the Interest Point Productions brand. He's the man. Then we'll go into malls. We'll go into shopping centers. We'll go into home we'll, yeah, movie we'll theaters. Go brick and mortar. That's what we're gonna do, bro. Our, our theater, <laughs> we'll the, our theater that we go to, we we saw death of death on the Nile last night. Bro, there so like half of it has been under construction the entire time we've lived here, and now they've switched halves. I guess they finished one; they're yep. doing the other now. It is so fucking nice. I mean, it's it's like the grand in Winston level, like quality seating, but wow, nice. like ten years newer, and not anywhere near that expensive. It's fucking crazy. Movie was pretty good as well. I will say. Really? Death on the Nile. Nice. Nice. It's a I don't know. It looked it, it, lo- it low key looked like ass, but uh What? Uh, I was excited <laughs> for it the whole time. You you're on your on your murder on the Orient Express type beat. No, Dude, I that's, that's a, a sequel. sequel. That's, that's, the that's a, good it's a sequel. I th- is it a sequel or a remake? Yeah, it's a it's remake. A, no, it's a sequel. <laughs> no, Murder on the Orient Express came out like two years no, ago. No, Dude, no, no, I'm no. talking about Death on the Nile. Oh, okay, sorry. And also Murder on the Orient Express is also a remake. They're both remakes of movies from the eighties. Oh, okay, oh. yeah, yeah, sure, I, I guess, but like, they're in the same universe, like these these Are modern they? ones. It's it's, a, like, it's oh. the same it's, detective, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's like fucking Knives Out, right? Like, not yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's Dude, not the same detective as Knives Out, which is no, but yes. I can't wait no, for no, Knives no. Out too. I, I, I didn't say Knives oh, Out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really it's the same vibe, like the next Knives Out movie. It's, it's Kenneth Branagh both times, but yeah, but Nick, Daniel have you seen Knives Out? Yes, I've seen Knives Out. Yes. Have you guys seen Knives Out Fantastic? I haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express, but I really want to. I wanted to before it came out, and I haven't seen it. Okay, this isn't... Oh, wait, wait, go, go, go. Okay, well, it's just a little specific thing. Have you guys seen Tenet? Yes. No, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't. Have you seen Tenet, Jamie? Yeah, me and Nick watched it. All right, so so Kenneth Branagh is in Tenet also. He's the Russian, right? And he's he's a detective in, in both of these movies. And he does the same accent, I feel like. Oh yeah, he does okay. the same accent. So I I can't watch the other movies without <laughs> thinking of 
That's funny. The Russian Bro, oligarch. I am literally so fucking. That explains so many. Oh, oh my god, uh, this is a full-on sequel. Huh? I, lo- I love us. <laughs> what do you ga- mean? We're, wow, we're just, we're just gassing up mid blockbusters right now. They're not mid. Like, like like this one was good. And now I really want to watch Murder on the Orient Express. I wanted to watch it originally, and I never did. But that's kind of it's kind of crazy that Jamie's that hyping this up, but he's sleeping on Batman, just, dude. We should just gas up like Jungle Cruise and uh, Red Notice. Uh, True. Yeah, yeah. You, Red yeah, Notice. Guys, most I most have streamed seen Red Notice. Was that the that was the Rock Ryan Reynolds Gal Gadot? I like. I have like. You seen, have you seen Fast Nine or Fast Eight, no. Fast Seven, <laughs> no, Fast Six, Five? It, it's the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I like. Red uh, Notice was. I like talking shit about Red Notice, but Ryan honestly, Reynolds, I would probably the Rock like and Gagado. Be, be funny. It was. I mean, it was like I. I, I wasn't. It was, I enjoyed it, and there were there were actually surprise twists in it. I wouldn't say it was crazy or anything, but yeah, it I feel was you. an I enjoyable feel film. Yeah. That's something like I would I would sit down and chill and watch my like watch with my parents and be like yeah that shit was good yeah yeah true I I think I did watch it with my parents hell yes me and Vic watched it here but yeah I mean we like we enjoyed it it was a good like Sunday afternoon movie to watch in your house I got you yeah. I watched I watched Heat the other day the like year two thousand movie that's like three hours long with uh, my mom loves that movie it was I've been it was incredible. I've been on, the, on, the, really on the shows grind. I've been watching a lot of shows. I, I, I haven't have you guys watched seen Westworld? a TV show and so on. No. no. I've heard great I've things. I've heard about it. Yeah, I've um, heard good things. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, I, I love the concept. Wait, never mind. But it's... No, no, no. I, I just got lost. Like, the, no, the plot. I was thinking you are talking about West Wing. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Westworld is the HBO Very sci-fi show fast. where I in, know, I in know. the future they make a park with like don't they don't they fuck cowboy robots or something in that show yeah it's a cowboy theme park but it's like it's like realistic like androids i guess um have you guys seen dark i I know i'm jumping around shows and stuff but no but i I I know i remember that was a you you and dylan watched the fuck yeah well well, westworld just has a lot of characters and a lot of like subplots that jump around time periods yeah and it was just like super confusing Uh, (laughs) so i I, I, I kind of stopped at season two and I'm watching True Detective now. It's pretty good. I have not. Oh, I, True Detective. I, 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 we've been watching. Uh, yeah, Girl, I, I've only but... seen season one. Season one is incredible. I just have. I didn't. Yeah, so... I didn't watch season two because I heard it just paled in comparison. But like season really? one, season one is. Oh God, it's so good. It's amazing. Yeah. So so I'm only on episode two, but my dad told me that. Um, they they changed up the actors. I I didn't realize they changed up the actors. Yeah. I th- I thought I thought it was weird because like. Obviously, this show got a bunch of awards because it's Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey in the first season. Incredible. Um, but then on like HBO Max, the like uh, thumbnail for the show doesn't show either of them. It shows like I think it's Mahershala Ali. Yeah, he's in the third. Uh, which which also really good in his own right. But yeah. I mean, you know, like if if you're looking at like attention grabbers, I think like Matthew McConaughey is a more recognizable face. But I guess he's he's the latest actor to take the leading role. Yeah. Man, yeah, exactly. I, I really need to watch that show. I really, yeah. I, it's I've wanted to for so long, and I just haven't. I have HBO Max, or I have Susie's HBO Max. Like, I just need to watch the fucking show. Yeah, true. Are you guys watching Euphoria? I'm not. I no. just, no. I just watched the season finale before we started people recording. How was it, bro? How was it? Did people? Upset. Yeah, Twitter ruined it for me, man. That, like, I deleted Twitter and Instagram so I didn't get it spoiled for me. For the day. I don't even care about the spoilers. It's just like, 
like it like it's not like it's getting memeified. They're treating you, it like Game of Thrones. It's not Game it's of Thrones. It's not. It like you know? dude, like I hate I hate how cliche the show has become because it's literally it's like it's good. It's actually great. Like the like yeah, how they live tweeting everything. Come yeah, how they weave music into it. The music's so great. Like um and, and like like the I meant to ask about that, how the, how you guys like the Labyrinth soundtrack. Because a lot of the songs on this album, I was like, this could be Labyrinth. like some of the shit I've heard from the from yeah, Labyrinth. Yeah. Like, but like, I like the Labyrinth Euphoria too. soundtrack. The show just has like such a great Jealous. depiction of That's like of like drug addiction and like makes you feel empathetic for people in those shoes when you've never witnessed anything like it before. Like it's just like it like the show is great and like people, I, I also, people just treating it like like Degrassi drama, like like mm-hmm. part part of it kind of I is, could. but part of it yeah. is also like really touching. I also refuse to watch it, not because I think it's bad, but I I watched most of Shameless. Oh yeah, and I I I think Shameless is like incredible. Zach's but, a huge Shameless fan. But like like you said, like you know you you get attached to these characters, you feel empathetic for them, and like their lives just get ruined like over <laughs> and over and over. Yeah, and and after a point, you start to feel this trauma with them. And yeah. Shameless fucked me up, so I'm I'm not gonna I, I'm not ready to put myself through another Shameless type of thing. I know? feel that. Yeah, I can see that. That's like we we uh, the only shows the shows we're watching through right now was Ozark, uh, the new season, oh, and yeah. um, New Girl, and we have we watched like ten episodes of New Girl for every episode of Ozark, just because <laughs> it's so fuck like, especially right now. True. Right. I, I haven't finished up this album. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> we're, we're off Netflix. Jordan, thoughts on thoughts on under? I honestly didn't have any notes on it because I didn't. It was like it was honestly one of the low points. I just didn't really care too much for it. Like That's it fair. wasn't. It, it it wasn't like good, but it wasn't like bad. I don't know. It's kind of a stale song for me on the album. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of mid for me. That's fair. That's fair. Jamie, did you that was probably about? one I had like the least amount of like like talk about. I guess. Mm-hmm. I think. At least amount I, of say. I think the last notes I had, like I didn't have anything else until um. What shouldn't I be? The last song. Uh, yeah. I fucked with like the dreamlike. That one felt super like dreamlike, ethereal vibes to me, and I fucked with that. I wake up in my own skin again. I have a I have a really funny note about the next song. That, that's what, that's what I'm trying to get to. Um, uh-huh. So Timmy's prayer was one of my favorite songs for the album for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I love it. But yeah. I don't I don't know if you guys uh, play Pokemon at all. But the beginning of this song is like is like the the exact sound of like the Gen Four Sinnoh soundtrack from Pokemon. It's really? like <laughs> it, it, it's it's really? like a weird like woodwind like kind of sound and it's just very distinct and I, I always pick it out and I always think of Pokemon every time I listen to the song Now, I was I was I was wondering if anybody else got that, but I guess you guys. Did. I haven't played enough. The, wait, the beginning? 
Yeah, th- th- in the beginning, there's like a, a woodwind sort of like um, yeah instrument under under the piano, I think. Yeah, and it's 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 like exactly like one of like um in Pokemon, each town has like a specific theme, and it's like the- sorry, I have played Pokemon extensively. Uh huh. But did, are you saying they? It's like they sounds like this, or they actually sampled it? No, no, no. I don't. I don't think it was sampled, but I, I'm pretty sure okay, it's the okay, same okay. instrument. But it's only from okay, okay. from Generation Four. Like it's not. It's not from. Okay, okay, okay. The actual Pokemon theme, but Generation Four, the Diamond Pearl era. Yeah. Broach. Huh. <laughs> I'm saying that's amazing. I had this like guidebook, like a Pokemon Platinum version that was like this thick. Oh, dude, my my favorite. That, that's thick, my favorite dude. gen. Bro, Bro um, so good. listen so to the good. song again and maybe like, I don't know, if, if you can just pull up like the Diamond and Pearl soundtrack, you you might you might see the resemblance because I I was replaying Platinum a lot a couple of years back too on, on an yeah. emulator and I guess it was yeah. around the same time I was listening to the album and that's okay. that's how I made the connection. Um, but I mean, that, that was that was my main note. Um, I, I, I like this song a lot. Um, I didn't know, uh, I like I didn't know before reading the lyrics that it was co co written, co produced by Kanye. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, That's Timmy's cool. prayer is yeah. So, wow. But That's I cool. yeah, it, it's like um, it, it's it's kind of uniquely like groovy in its own way. Like it has like a nice rhythm to it. Like like kind of like j- just a just a like a, a good feel to it that like uh, a lot of the other songs have good rhythm but this one just mm-hmm. felt a little deeper to me i don't know it was good i enjoyed it funny you mentioned good feeling because the lyrics are like like visceral dude. they're, like, they're, they're, rough, they're yeah. sad <laughs> yeah um and i i like the song a lot too because it really sh- he showcases his voice a lot too as falsetto he like goes up a couple notes and in, in the pre-chorus yeah um but there's like one scene where he's like he's like depicting like his vital organs are are bare and they're like they're like falling out of his body they're like exploding and i'm like and it's it's about like a relationship that he messed up Damn that he so. he really regrets yeah um true. so yeah just just deep well jimbo's jamie's vibing zone. <laughs> sorry i was yeah i so timmy's prayer is also uh produced with uh wait what the fuck Huh. Never mind. I thought I thought Mike Dean also, but it it oh, for shit. some reason was like talking about Saint Pablo and then didn't say it in the bio about <laughs> Tom, Timmy's prayer on Genius. So Dean then I was like, PM. "What does Mike Dean look like?" And I forgot he looks goofy as hell. Mike um, Dean does was, look funny as hell. I'll, uh, Mike Dean. Uh, I'll send I'll send you like I have an amazing picture of Mike Dean from. I forget Mike where Dean I even looks saved like it a from. like a Disney Channel show music executive. Yeah, oh. like he stories about him are crazy. He's like just a wild human being. <laughs> he he lived what it is. Yeah, though. he he lived out on like a ranch in Texas with like a practically barren house with one room just full of like stadium speakers, and like uh and, and Kanye like drove out to his house because someone recommended him and like uh like played him a song and Mike Dean was like, why did the drums sound like shit? like to like to kanye like when he was about to drop graduation and then, and like they, then they worked on it together and they like they, they beefed it up wow that's crazy that's fucking fun that was that was a story the story i heard from kenny beats on a podcast but anyways oh okay, okay. i trust it you can say like the the end of the album is kind of like timmy's prayer and incomplete kisses like 
I don't love either. Um, I like the first part of this album a lot more. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. After Reverse yeah. Fault, it kind of, I kind of stopped liking it as much, but that's just you know that's just my own opinion. That's fair. Um, I, I... a lot more in depth and like sad, I would say, which like is part of his music and part of like what he wants to like express, but yeah, you know, it's just when it, when it, it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit the check boxes for me. No, I get that. I get that. When I first heard it, though, I th- I think I think I gravitated to these two songs in particular more so than the rest. I don't know why. I I just I but I like I like sad music in general, not because I'm like a sad person, but it's like, yeah, I like yeah, I, I I like the main character vibe, you know, especially yeah, especially yeah, like yeah, walking yeah, through campus, you. <laughs> you know. That's that's interesting. I, I that's just, a like, good way to put it. I would just it, be like, I was just like walking <laughs> through campus, you know, and I would have that in my ear, yeah. and um, I just just like creating drama that i didn't have <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel you <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't have any huge notes for the end of the album but for uh for what shouldn't i be those were some of like the the most potent lyrics on the album for me like it, the the mm-hmm. general theme of the song what what i took from it was it it sounds kind of like um he's trying to figure out the person the kind of person that he wants to be the kind of qualities in in himself that he wants to like improve on and and like um like the 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 kind of person he's trying to grow into in the future and the, that idea of what shouldn't i be like what should i cut out was just really interesting and uh, i thought like the just the language he used he he also sings from like a from another perspective in the song like i think the second chorus he says like what shouldn't you be and like maybe I couldn't completely tell if that was a challenge like to the listener or if that was a challenge to maybe someone else who was singing the song to like someone else in a relationship like uh, in a, in a conversation they may have been having but I just I thought that I thought that song was very was very potent was very like just very lyrically strong and it it spoke to me pretty good Yeah uh, I'm looking at the lyrics and yeah he does say what shouldn't you be at at some points Yeah um it is very repetitive like he's kind of like chanked in this chanting this over and over again yeah um it's kind of put the point across <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah I, I don't i don't have a lot of notes either um except for like the last song i think is a it's a pretty good closer um kind of kind of ends yeah. on a high note after like a very um heavy album i would say mm-hmm. yeah um so that's, that's true. I, I like yeah, that. It's yeah. kind of uh, kind of similar vibes to um, what I think about whenever I listen to "Train" by Macklemore. Uh, I thought you meant the band uh, for a second. His second album. I thought no, you meant the no, band. No, no, not not Train. <laughs> J- Jamie's, oh, God, Jamie's, no, dude, listen, Train is good. Jamie's listening what? to "Drops of Jupiter," just like crying his eyes out. Hey, that's they got some good songs. That's a good Drops song. That Jupiter is a good song. Fucking bang! I, I, just, Jamie's listening to Soul Sister. <laughs> I, I like I like Drops of Jupiter, and I recently just heard. I don't know if this is like confirmed or not, but someone uh, interpreted it as like he was singing about a girl that wanted space in our relationship, oh, like needed be, some space. I mean, it's, and and he just made it all about like actual space. I thought that was sick. No, I mean, yeah, I, like, like I, I I believe it. I mean, that that song's really good. Uh, but yeah. no, I meant the train uh by by Macklemore off of his second album um but yeah yeah he he kind of talks about like you know i was on this trip i should have called my family but i didn't i should have done this but i didn't that kind of shit um 
the the family growing apart, stuff like that. Um, My favorite Macklemore song that we're on Macklemore is unfortunately (laughs) on SoundCloud. (laughs) Really? I I forget the name. I I don't think he ever released it, but it was um he has he has a child. I I forget the name. It's it's like a it's like a unisex name. Um, but it, it's a song all like just just to his child, and he's like telling him about, like uh, just giving him advice, and it's it's a really really good song. You're I think it's called Sloan. About... It's called Sloan's. Because oh. um, I was gonna I'm... say, growing up on his second album is also very. That's kind of what he's doing in that song. He's got Egg Sheeran, I think, does the chorus to it. Uh, just life advice about growing up and and shit like that. Okay, it, it is it is it is growing up. Okay, yeah, it's on. It's on a second album. It's good. It's good. Going up, cause uh, oh, uh, uh, okay. Uh, on SoundCloud, it's it's um Sloan song, but I guess it's growing gotcha. up. Parentheses Sloan song. Gotcha. That's like the entire name of this. But I, I love that song. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my that was my favorite Michael Moore song for a while. Got some radio play for a while. Um, but that does it for my notes. That also concludes um, mine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah me too. Do you guys, do you guys enjoy it overall? I, I just wanted to put, put you on to like something yeah, different. No, I no, saw that you guys were going through a lot of like, um, like kind of like, I would say like indie, uh, albums recently. Like, wasn't like Tame Impala, and then like, what was before oh, that? Uh, they, was, David, Tam- you did uh, S J Lewis, which like yeah, yeah, yeah. S J Lewis. Uh, we did yeah, R J Tame Kid Impala. Freud. Kid, some Kid Freud, some Phoebe Bridgers. This guest spot has been very indie heavy. And even some of these ones I have done as rock could easily be indie rock as well. Just pretty funny. Yeah, I, I'm so, an indie so like, like as more like low key artists, uh, you know, low key R and B ish mixing up. I enjoy it. Uh, next week is I, the next two weeks is honestly pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Jordan, you're in for a, a you're in for a gauntlet, brother. Um, but yeah, so I so I guess it, if, it's probably bad. I'm praying for you, yeah, but. If our our notes if our notes have have been exhausted, uh, we can go ahead and give our ratings for the for the uh, album. I forgot what word that was. Um, <laughs> Gonzo, as the person who chose it, you get to rate it first, and then Nick and Jordan, and then I'll go last and announce next week's album and guest. Okay. So. Um. Shoot, I I didn't think of a rating, but um, I. I th- I think I'm kind of biased because I I I I've lived with this album for a long time, not like in a deep like meaningful way. I just listen to it all the time, so I I, I would go pretty high. I would I would give it like an eight or nine, I would say out of ten. Um, but should, I, it it, it should, is it is very biased. I I do got to preface that. You should just we 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 are not objective in our ratings at all. We factor preference <laughs> into them one hundred percent. Pop so, pop so off a ten like out of ten if you want nine to. For the, yeah, would you like um, an eight or a nine for your official scores. No, yeah, I, I would, I would keep a nine because, like, I, I do, Glad- I do skip over like some songs. Like, I, I skip right. under, under, uh, over, under a little bit every now and then. Over under. <laughs> yeah, nine, nine is your, uh, nine is your official. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Wait. Oh, Jamie forgot how to use Excel. Oh shit. No. I, well, no. Um. Okay. So either Nick or Jordan, uh, you get to go next. I'm gonna give it a solid eight flat. Eight flat. I was a, I was a, I was a pretty, pretty big fan. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hell yeah. yeah. Jordy, what are what are you gonna give it? 
three. I'm going to give it a 4.5. That was close. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He that didn't like good. the non-hip-hop vibes. No, 4.5 is, is very respectable. That is a very respectable my, score my, from Jordan. My ears, as, as this pod has shown me, is like I'm very just in tune to listening to very loud and like just basically loud songs and like well i mean okay not not completely but that is very much what i like like i'm a person who likes a lot of what i like and then doesn't really like much of everything else you know which kind of sucks i'm trying but it's just become more apparent you know Uh, that's fine have you guys done any john bellion at all no, uh, but I do actually no. decently like John Bellion. I feel like I feel like I feel like you guys would have a good discussion about the, any of his albums because John John is just like a weird producer, like in, in a good way. Yeah, you know? He's like so prolific. Dude, Morning in America, shit. bro. Yeah, I, that hits hard. I really liked that his work hard. with uh, with Lawrence on their new album. Uh, it came out really well. He did the a lot of the production for that one. It came out well. He he raps in one of the songs on the album. Jordan, have you listened to um, uh, dude, what's it called? Um, hold on, give me two seconds. I'll look it up right now. Oh Lord, oh Gooch. Have you listened oh, to New York Soul Part Two? By who? John Bellion. No, no, I haven't. I'll listen to it after this, though. Dude, he went on um Sway in the morning, right? Okay. You know how they do like the, um, the five, the five beats of death, the five fingers of death, or whatever. They like give them five beats to whatever artist, and they have them rap over the, the the beat. Yeah, um, yeah. He he raps the song. He doesn't freestyle it. He raps the song, but he like he does it over every beat that they give him, and it's like flawless, man. It's so good. He he's like he's like a really good MC, is what I'm getting at, actually. Yeah. Huh. Despite having a really nice singing voice. Yeah, no, I mean he he's good as shit on the uh, in the Lawrence album, and then, but they weren't able to like get him live, so I was like, oh, I assume they'll just like play his vocal part or whatever. But they just had the uh, trumpet player, one of the trumpet players. They had him uh, rap it live, which was it was very <laughs> hype. It wasn't as good, but it was very hype. <laughs> uh, my rating for this album, I realized I never gave it, is a seven point six. I think um, that's solid. I'm happy with that. Yeah, no, I I definitely enjoyed it. Um. So that brings the average score to a seven point two eight, which puts it at thirty second, uh, just below How to Be a Human Being and Decoration Day, which are tied for thirtieth. Uh, very different vibes there. Uh, and they're just and it's just above Turn Blue, Women in Music Part Three, and Quietly Blowing It, which are all tied for thirty third at seven point one seven. Fair enough. So. Solidly up there, a, a good first showing for sure. Yeah, um, I, I I can't wait for him to put new stuff out. Like he, he's had some some yeah. some features here and there. Like he 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 was on um like more more life from Drake came after this album. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Um, I I think he's shown up here and there, but nothing that he's like himself put out. I'm I'm hungry for it, Jordan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another question: Do you like Logic? It's a very important question. If I'm uh, going to recommend something, you can say no. I mean, I, I don't care. I, I'm not a Logic fan. I mean, I, I, I don't I've hate him. I've never, I've never gotten into him. The only song that I consistently listen to, and it's going to be the most horrible, horrible take ever, what is, it? is the very first um, song off of uh, what's that? 
the the space album where he's like he's like has this what's yes. that song called yeah or what's the, what's the story? Uh, yeah yeah the incredible true well, story and that. the first song is contact where it's literally just like drums and like it's like the intro song and i just like <laughs> I, that's the only song that i've like saved it's like dude all it is is just like drums and then at the very end it's like it, it like goes into like the story it's like we're gonna be taking lift off soon or they're like they're like in space or like do you know where it is or something i, I don't know dude. It's just, okay well no i i'll just bring it up because um back when i was like diving deep into john bellion he he has like he has projects from like 2014 with logic and like oh really yeah and like um other th- these rappers are like not as popular but they- they've shown up here and there it's um black keys is another one that really shows up on john belly and stuff every now and then um, yeah and yeah not not, not not the band it's it's there's black keys black with okay. a q u e at the end gotcha. um uh, I'll recommend no, it. I do see. you guys do you guys just copy the link from Spotify or can I just put like the song title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just throw the uh the link from Spotify in the in the Discord. Sorry, listener, okay, cool. exclusive club only. <laughs> All right, I'll, yeah, I'll, guys, I'll do a, that after. Invite. Maybe maybe at some point if if it gets big enough, we'll we'll we can always uh make Have a, a... a public Discord. But you gotta l- learn how to lock down things first. Gotta monetize that uh, shit. Well, Wait. this was fun, guys. <laughs> Uh, thank you for a lot of fun yeah 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 Yeah. um so but wait there's more yeah Yeah, next week (laughs) uh next week we're gonna be doing carrie and lowell lowell i'm not sure wait it's by sufjan stevens holy shit Uh, okay we're gonna be joined by ethan is gonna be coming back to the show again dude uh this, this album this album is so sad this album is like insanely yeah. how sad do you, like how do you spell no, either the artist's name or the Sufjan song stevens it's s-u-f-j-a-n stevens oh dude like is that how you pronounce it? So sad. oh yeah i've only heard a few songs by him in there incredibly sad this so, like uh, holy shit like <laughs> I, this is like on par with that national album that i was talking about earlier like it's just <laughs> I like I literally oh, have like gonna be a trip, bro. Like, like I have like bro. I have a sad playlist, and then I have an incredibly sad playlist that I like never listen to. <laughs> and one of the one of the songs on that playlist is from this album. Bro, <laughs> I say I say we'll listen. This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna be in town Saturday night between the uh, Tyler the Creator concert and the St. Paul and the Broken Bones concert. So Saturday we got a free night instead of having a kickback. We'll just all we'll have everyone come together, but we'll just watch Manchester by the Sea. Uh, <laughs> really getting the right headspace for it, you know. Nick, yeah. I've only heard I've only heard uh, I should have known should have known better from that album. Is does it get sadder than that? Uh, let me or um, let me let me tell you this the song that I know. I forget the name of it off the top of my head. The I know Fourth of July is hella fucking sad. That's the, the one I know of. Got you. Uh, the the one off the top of my head that I thought was the saddest at the time. I haven't listened to it in forever, but it was um it was the only thing. I thought that one was incredibly sad. It has it has the I'll, most I'll plays. So, uh, but yeah, listen. so yeah, because Ethan he I I had asked him if he was good for next week like a few weeks ago, and he was like yeah, and then I hadn't like got him to respond like. Because he's been busy, so I just yep. have been waiting to hear what album. And he texted me like when we started, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> bro!" Yeah, so so <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a heavy one next week. Um, and then the 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 week after that will not be as sad. Uh, it'll still be indie, but it won't be as sad. So there will be respite. Uh, but yeah, so so that'll be that'll be fun next week. It's gonna be a hell of a. We'll see where the tangents go next week. 
because uh, we got to okay. have something to break up the 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 content of of that album. Um, so that'll be a good time. Uh, for now, what do we add? Oh, we're at one twenty. Uh, yeah, let's do a quick uh recent listenings. Actually, quick this week, Nick. Of course, of course. I uh, I, I will me, I will be quick. Yeah, like I said, for me, I've been listening to a lot of J. Cole, especially the off-season. The Dream by Alt-J still. I've been checking out just random, like, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac is in uh, the Dolby Atmos on Apple Music. That's a a good one to do that with. Um, I think that's mostly it. Other than that, just a lot of, like, I don't know, just random daily mixes and stuff. Nothing really uh, specific to name. I got you. Yeah. Um, Should I give mine? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Um, so I, I've been working on a um, I want to make like an indie summer playlist. Okay. And so I've been listening to like a lot of like upbeat kind of like you know like pool party indie songs, mm-hmm. and I I stumbled on this band that I I'm, I'm becoming a really big fan of. It's called Palace, is the the band's name, and I have like three songs from their an album from like 2016 that are just like really really vibey I'll, I'll i'll put them in the discord in a little bit but cool if if you if you have any like upbeat like uh summer indie vibes like uh i'm thinking like beachside nick from kings of leon if you know that song yeah, or, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know just like something bouncy you know like that you you listen to that at a pool party you like oh, oh yeah i like, got, I got like some some still woozy i've been listening to a lot of still woozy too for for this um these kind of playlists. You better get, um, you better begin some goddamn Foster the People recommendations as well. You might. I have I have I have a Peach Pit. I have Techno Snow. I think is the only Peach Pit. Techno Show. Peach. Okay, okay. Techno okay. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might like. Yeah, a, I'm gonna put you on a couple other ones too. You might like. Yeah. The, you might like the band Parcels. They're a little mm. like a little different, but like they they they've got like a, a dancey groove to them. Okay. But uh, anyway, anyway, was that it? I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was it. For I me. got you. I've uh, I've been listening to a lot of Andy Schauf and Amine, of course, because I saw them in concert uh, recently, um, separately, but both great. Very different vibes. Both great though. Oh yeah. The Amine, oh yeah. Amino show was great. He played like all kinds of like deep cuts and like hits. It was it was really good. Uh-huh. But um, also aside from that, Toro y Moi, I've been like listening to him a lot more recently, like uh, just kind of unexpectedly. Um, and I, I bought a vinyl by him that I just saw at the record store. And it's really good. It's one that I've liked for a while. What for that album? And uh, um, Dire Straits and a guy named Boz Skaggs who makes kind of like Steely Dan-esque music from like the 80s. Oh, interesting. The but, Skagmeister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but good shit. I'm, uh, I'm going to keep bumping Amine and Tyler the Creator through the week, I think. Yeah, me too. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Oh no, wait. Sorry, I wanted to. I wanted to recommend. Uh, there's a guy named Dijon that I think you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You like him? Okay. Dude. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're already on the same wave. Cool. Cool. What uh, what what song come came to mind? Uh, I I like I love the dress. Uh, many times. Yes. And uh, and skin is really good too. And he's really yeah, good so too. Yeah. So I. But. I, I know skin. I know the dress. Nico's red truck is also pretty good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely R and B vibe. The it's kind of bedroom poppy too. Yeah, 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 very, very good. Yeah. All right, we're good. 
So I started listening to Kanye's discography again because of the um, the doc, the Netflix documentary that came out. Uh, so I had to re-listen again. I kind of told myself like Kanye has a lot of good songs, so I feel like I've listened to a lot of dis- his discography. But then when I like think about it, I'm like, I really haven't listened all the way through to like a couple of the albums, you know. So I've been listening to that. I listened to recently. It's been graduation, 808 and heartbreak, 808s and heartbreaks, and then a little bit of return or watch the throne. I mean, um, so I've listened to like a little bit of that album, but still got to finish that. Um, been listening to Mine both on my phone and in concert. Um, we got to see Cochise play too or sing. I I, I like the pronunciation. Apparently, it's pronounced Cochise, Cochise, Cochise. I don't know, but um, the rock band. No, it's, it's, it's not the audio slave song. His name is pronounced like C-O-H dash C-H-E-E-Z. Did you say he did something with Lyrical like Lemonade? Because his, oh, okay, his first yeah, Google yeah. result is, is a... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you've probably heard it on TikTok. He, he's also the one who goes like, that boy says, that boy says. I don't know if you've heard that song. Or the tell him what's up, tell him what's up, tell him what's up. I don't know if you guys have heard that. Probably have if you heard it. I don't know. But uh, he opened for them. Like, it took me a minute to, like, Nick. Okay, Nick didn't hear it. But, like, we were looking at the the Amine merch. And I was like, does that say Coach Ice on it? And I was like, he's not on this tour. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And it was, like, it was scrambled enough letters to where it could have just, like, not been his name. But I really didn't know. And then he came out. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense why his merch is back there at the counter. Um what else have I been listening to? Uh, pretty much just a lot of Kanye, honestly, right now. But that's, that's it for me. That's it for you? Nice. Um. Okay. Well, I guess then and then that's all of us. So we can go ahead and uh, put this one down. Um. Yeah. We just want to say thanks for listening this week. And thank you again to Gonzo for joining us. Hopefully... It wasn't too painful, and we can have you back <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> remember to tune in next yeah. week. We're, we're glad you enjoyed it. Maybe maybe not on a Monday, but uh, not, <laughs> not, not on a Monday so late, but any other day. I'd be, I'd be down. <laughs> Normally we do Wednesdays, but there was we had a bit of a scheduling bind. So, uh, oh, my, my ring. Uh, but yeah, so, so anyways, remember to tune in next week where Ethan's going to be back, and we're going to be taking a look at Carrie and Lowell. Lowell, not sure. By uh, you said you said it's Sufjan. I think so. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Sufjan, but that's how I read it. <laughs> I figured it was something like Swedish. Uh, Sufjan Stevens, sure. Uh, but we're going to be taking a look at that next week. So make sure to listen to it as much as you want. Kind of have your own thoughts and mentally join in the discussion with us. Uh, also. Once again, if you want to keep up with the show or share your thoughts about this week's episode, check out our socials. We're on Twitter at ListUpPodcast and Instagram at ListenUpPod. Those accounts, as well as our personal handles and the merch link, are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, if you wanted to throw a rating and review on your respective platform our way, that'd be great. Uh, Yeah, other than that, for now, we'll catch you next week, and remember to listen up. (laughs) 